Hey there, I'm Lee Rowley, and this is Lee After Dark. Why? Because there's more to being a business leader than just business. Each episode, one brave entrepreneur ejects the elevator pitch and just gets real. Today, I'd love to welcome my friend, Andrew, and I forgot to ask you, is it Jolliffe? Jolliffe, indeed. I got it right. Ah, You got it right. Second time today. Wow, I'm two for two. Andrew Jollop, how are you today, my friend? Fantastic, thank you very much. The French don't get it right, so you, you're one up already. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. So, I'm fine, thank you very much. I've been, yeah. working, I've, been work, I've been working up to now, I'll be working immediately this podcast, this podcast is over, I should be working again. <laughs> very yes. good, very yes. good. So, the rules are simple. Uh, for the next 20 minutes, we can talk about anything you want but your business. Uh, after okay, that, you, okay, yeah. uh, really, after that, you've got five minutes to you know, talk about your business, where people can get in touch with you, all the usual stuff. Uh, usual stuff. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that that's all it is. If you happen to mention your business during the main interview, you lose one point yep. of pitch time at the end. So we're, <laughs> we got to keep you honest. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to start the timer, and uh, where, what do you want to get into? Okay. Fine. I'm good. I would love to talk about the fact the business I'm largely hangs on the fact that what I did, what I did before. I had okay. two other careers before I was a copywriter. I left school at 16. I, I was an organ builder, of all things. I built organs for churches uh, for 10 years, and then I bought a fireworks company and, and, and traveled the world doing that. And what that, does, what that did for me was it primed me for everything I do now. In fact, I put me in touch with and all manner of cultures and all manner of people all over the world. And to me, that's an, a ready source of not just words and phrases, but cultures and attitudes, which are now useful to me, ammunition to me now. Exactly. Yes. Um, I think everybody who comes into this game should do something else first. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly against people leaving school, going to college, and then going straight, into, going straight into advertising. It's not, I think, um, a better education in terms of life itself is essential, really. And I think that's why the whole industry is lost to a degree. Um, we've, become, we've become an industry of stereotypes rather than individuals, uh, very much to detriment to the craft as a whole. Really. Um, so, yes, indeed. I left school at 16. I... Um, I did an apprenticeship and a usual, it was a usual apprenticeship in the, the old 1970s days where you got to sweep the floor and make the tea and got a kick in the ass every five minutes. <laughs> um, uh, my, your, my initiation ritual was to have a pint of glue poured on my, poured on my trousers. Ooh. Yeah. Um, usual, a traditional apprenticeship in those days, really. <laughs> um, then I moved to London and I did a year in Italy doing that too. And then I then um, did that for 10 years. Got a bit fed up with the money as well. The money wasn't very good. So I then moved on. Uh, a neighbor of mine had a fireworks business, which wasn't actually doing very well. So I thought I just took a leap and just thought this might be fun and learned the job, so to speak. In about three years, we were doing shows abroad. We worked in Africa. We worked in the Middle East. Uh, we were, I was a consultant to Disneyland in Paris uh, and all sorts of other things. Um, until 19, the end of 1992, where we did a show and had a nasty bang and, and, and burnt two people. Um, that's one of the reasons why, of course, we paid uh, £35,000 um, a year in insurance premiums. Um, anyway, so 
But all that, every, any experience in life like that teaches you things. Right. Uh, rich life is before you do this thing, uh, the, the, the better you're going to be in the end, I think. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it makes sure that whatever you write, whatever, whatever you're writing for, no matter how boring the brief might be, you can make it interesting because you can draw this enormous bank of life experience. Um, family, uh, also not just work experience either, family experience. I've been, uh, like you, hit by a tragedy in your life uh, several times. Uh, I've lost three friends to suicide. I've had cancer twice and all sorts of stuff. Um, but you can, it seems rather ironic and you can tell it to your advantage. And you, it's, a, it's again, it's another source of material that you can use. Although the memory is still there and dim and dark and horribly horrible. Um, it's, it's, it's still the same. It's still, it's still material. It's still mental material you can use, you can make use of. I think, I think it's extremely useful. So um, my, I, it's what I'd like to say that my big message to, to, in all this is that life itself um, prepares you for being a, a decent copywriter. Yeah, I think. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I totally yeah. agree with yeah. that. Uh, you know, yes. I, and I can, I can say that I, you know, do draw on my own experiences as do you, I'm sure, yes. you know, when you're, when you're trying to find out and, uh, you know, trying to get inside these people's heads and we're not supposed yes. to be talking about business during this part, but yeah. you know what? screw the rules. This is the first time we've had two copywriters on this episode. So I, <laughs> the way I see it, you know, yes. my show, I can run the rules through a wood chipper if I want to. So, all right, there we go. So this is the point where we lose everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god they're gonna die copywriting oh no not at all i think two copywriters uh, i think uh, i thought i, I got just thinking it was about i did to be honest have another copywriter on the show yes yeah you know i think it's fabulous i mean and the thing is that i i i kind of learned in that environment where uh, you treated everybody else with suspicion. I mean, in in the yes. in the arena I, I work, which which you know, of course, uh, very closely modeled the direct mail stuff from yes. the seventies yes. and eighties. The stuff I gripe about all the time, uh, yes. you know. And, and and so it was just a very uh, you know uh, shielding abuse of you know I got to get mine and screw you sort of environment. Yes, right. no, I think I completely abandoned as you as as I've got older, I've abandoned that completely. I was. Mm-hmm. When I started, I think I, I was extremely competitive, as one does, as one is, and and shielded my patch very carefully, um, even when I was working in agencies. But now I don't, I don't worry. I think there's enough good work for everybody to go around. I don't think I don't think there's any fear. I don't. You don't. We don't need to. None of us need to backbite or 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 or. Anything. We just need to be nice, really. And if we're nice to each other, then it it all works out. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I can't see any need at all for any antagonism between us, between any members of any any creative industry at all. Um, and but I still believe that um, people should live, and and that including that includes people working now. Um, I I bore this game this this game people working till the small hours and then getting then crawling in at eleven o'clock the next morning. Um, it was an, it was something that I was um, just talking about with George Tannenbaum about six months ago, wow. in the fact that um, people should take in, take in other things, other cultural things, other cultural events and things in the evenings. Um, 
if you live in a city like Paris or in London or in New York or wherever you are, um, there's plenty on the go. Um, there's plenty that's going to feed your head. And yet people, the, the, the pattern people work to excludes them from that. Um, and uh, with the result, they spend their weekend sleeping. And therefore, they're taking anything. And, they, and so forth. So instead of an upward spiral, upward cultural spiral, it's very much a downward one to a sort of black abyss of, 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 no, of no input and therefore no upward as well. well so, that's, hmm. how, that's how become, people become stereotypes and, and copy yes. becomes ineffective. Yeah, and pickup, yeah. copy becomes monotonous and copy becomes of one style only. I mean, if you're a believer in, if you're a believer in, 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 in brands that, in every, that every, every brand should have its own voice, then, then um, working till midnight and excluding yourself from any cultural references is not the way to do it. Right. Hmm. <laughs> you have to do other things. You have to do have other, other interests outside. You doubtless have many other interests outside, outside, outside your business. Absolutely. So do I. Yeah. Hmm. I feed the homeless every week uh, in, a in a big church in, in Paris. Okay, so I tell me cello. about that. I sing in, I sing in the choir. Hmm. Yes. Um, the homeless thing is a very good thing because you meet all sorts of the most bizarre characters. Um, the most, the, the, and the most, very nice way because sure. the, the means to which they've got to where they are vary enormously. It's not just a question of falling in hard times or, or being thrown out of a house or, or, or anything. Um, the other, a few weeks ago, I was talking to an ex-nuclear physicist who was in the queue for soup. And I just asked him what, you know, what happened? He said, I just made a wrong decision. Didn't want to talk about it. But he was an ex, he was an ex nuclear physicist. Hmm. Unbelievable. Um, it can happen to, it can happen to actually everybody, but the circumstances by which people, you know, find themselves in life are, are largely unpredictable. Um, Absolutely. But also, and, and, but there's a it is a fascinating thing. It's not, there's no pattern, there is, the more you do that sort of thing, the more you realize there's no fixed pattern to life at all. No matter how hard we plan, that can all very clearly, very easily go out of the window, very easily. Um, um, uh, my whole career has been sort of a series of ups and downs, really. It hasn't just been a, an, upward, an upward curve at all. Um, unlike the rest of my family who think I'm a complete nutter and, and, and sort of don't, and, and think it, you know, I'm gonna end up in ruin. Um, I, I, earlier in my life, I was ruined twice, but it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm here now and I'm doing very well. So, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily follow really at all. Um, nor does the university education either. It's, it, it's, it's what exactly what you make of it later on. Yeah. And some of it is outside of your control. Some of it, well, a lot of it is, a lot of it is, a lot of things are completely outside of control. Indeed. Yes, quite. Yes. What, what, I, what I find is that when people come to the, finally come to that realization, they do one of two things. They either cover their heads and say, oh crap, I'm doomed. Or they go, well, if it's going to happen, there's nothing I can do about it. So yeah. I don't have to waste my time worrying about it. No, I, don't, I think the thing to do not, is not, it's, it's, it's actually taking, it's actually... You have to let life take you where it wants to, really. And people try and plan. I think there are people. I think it's very good to have goals, and I and we all have them. Um, but at the same time, people can overgoal themselves, really. 
people can, um, and if people overgoal themselves, they, they do it to the exclusion of things that might help them get it, get there as well. I think that's a very important thing to remember is that if you stick to your plan so rigidly, to the exclusion of everything else, then you're actually not doing yourself any favors at all. Um, I think you should, li you, should life, you should let life educate you at the same time. And therefore, when you get to your goal or when you get there, it might be a little, little bit later or it might be in a slightly different forms of where you, where you eventually, where you wanted to be. But at the same time, um, it's a, it's a much, the whole thing is a much richer experience which will benefit you later on. Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it, sticking too close to a goal they found is, is I, ultimately I sort of disappointed. Lie, I sort of, it's just not a great idea at yeah. all. Man, all the time, people I've I meet people who have this, who plan their careers on a sort of pencil line that they, that they can't deviate. Um, first of all, if you go out to dinner with them, they don't talk about anything at all apart from, the, apart from their bloody career, <laughs> uh, which is actually extremely boring. Um, but at the same time, uh, you got, you can't actually deviate. Everything is geared to that, really. Um, it's a bit like if you talk to a, um, if you look at a piece of research, a bit of uh, research of the behavioural research um, on a target audience, as you, or you probably have, you probably have read lots of documents like I have. Um, the people who get up at the seven o'clock in the morning, the first thing they do is not kiss their husband, but but look at their Twitter feed. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, do these people do these people uh, enjoy meal or make love? Or all the other all the other good things in life, which teach you a lot more. Um, it it in social media is not an emotion in social media is not the answer either. Um, I think information that um, you have to make an effort to take in, you actually go somewhere to find out or discover, is the is the information and the knowledge you retain. Um, uh, mostly. The uh, a, a, a large percentage of what you what you take in every day on social media, and no matter even if you looked for it, is passive. Hmm. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. you, and the, but the information you actually stumble across, or stumble across by experience, or go out and actively look at, or go to somewhere to find, is what you is that what you actually retain and use, and 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 can put into whatever you're making. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, Paris is great for that. I mean, you, I, 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 I try and work somewhere different every other day, and not not here. Uh, I will I will work in a cafe. I've worked in the back of a church, and all sorts of things. And everywhere you go, it change, it changes your perspective of whatever you're writing about. If you're writing about an insurance brief, you know, as before, as I'm sure the two of us have done many many times, mm -hmm. um, you 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 know. Go to somewhere, go to somewhere completely different and work on it. Don't just go to an office. Don't just go to a co-working space, although we do sometimes. But go to a, you know, go to the back of a church or an old chapel or a, or a, or a, you know, whatever. I always wanted to work, work in a bordello, but I don't know. I haven't done that. But one day I will. <laughs> Setting up your desk on the catwalk. Yes, indeed. All right, that's awesome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, that you bring up an important point because as copywriters, we do, and I am very, very guilty of, of becoming overly solitary at the point of like, I, I don't have to leave the house. I don't. It has to be intentional. Yes, no, technically, I don't either. I mean, I mean, I've got plenty of space here. I have, I'm kicking around on my own, two divorces down, you know, with, 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 in 80 square meters, which is a big place in Paris. 
Um, I have plenty of space. I can actually put myself in any corner and it'll be slight, it'll feel slightly different. But at the same time, I had to get out. Yeah. Uh, and, and otherwise I'd go, either, if I didn't get out, I'd be seriously taking industrial quantities of pills about now. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 all my and all my copy would be the same. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very true uh yeah i have gotten to spend exactly one day in paris in my life uh right. and, and honestly we cannot wait to get back uh but it was I mean, come and i will treat you a very french lunch and, oh fantastic and we'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i will write some we'll write some joint copy on the back of a paper napkin and a, and a, and a brother and, and someday, someday <laughs> it will hang framed in a Las Vegas casino. Yeah, indeed it will. Very good, indeed. Yes, indeed. Fantastic. So you got a couple minutes left here uh, in, in this part of it. Any uh, parting thoughts or, or any advice you'd like to share with our people who are <laughs> hanging out with us today? <laughs> my advice is, my, my, my sole bit of advice, really, um, and that follows in from the original theme of the whole thing, is um, don't just, just, just think work, work by all means, absolutely, but live as well. And that's my, my piece of philosophy, which has rung through me as I've got older. Really. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I was commenting with, a, with a, another guest this morning how you know, yeah. we, we are taught to live in this pattern of putting off things that we want to do until we retire, the golden yes, era, yes, so exactly. to speak. I had uh, a yes, I had a premonition when I was older. I was younger. I, when, I, when, when I was in my early teens, um, I had a series of dreams that I had, was going to have a short life. Um, and um, I, I was nearly proved right twice because when I, I, I had one, at one time I had six weeks to live after my first cancer. Ooh. So I was nearly right. But I, I gone through that. And, and luckily now I've been disproved. Oh, um, but at the same time, um, no, I don't know. Um, I shall probably be working till I'm 70, but and, and probably in another probably in another way um because i love what i do like you do um but i don't um i think i think to, to use your lose your leisure time and use your the things the other things you do in life to actually reinforce the two things reinforce each other really yeah i think you're absolutely absolutely correct you know yeah. okay i for one i uh, can't wait to to uh, get back to paris and i hope that one day i get to shake hands uh yes, with you sir it's been an absolute pleasure having you sharing your experiences with us it's absolutely it's been an absolute blast uh so we've uh com we've completed the 20 minute the after no we didn't we lied we didn't we talked about business half the time but at any rate so i'm being a man of my word picking up on that part of it a little bit of business Right. So uh, I'll give you a few minutes to talk about your business, minute, what you do, <laughs> how people can get in touch with you. The floor is yours, my friend. Wonderful. Thank you very much indeed. I'm a, I'm a freelance copywriter in Paris. Um, I've had 26 years in the business, um, every single minute of which I've loved. I've worked with some legendaries, some of whom are alive, some of whom are dead. Um, um, I'm an award. I've won a few awards, but that's that's secondary, really, to what I'd like to offer now. Uh, my offering now is, um, I, my line, um, if you look at my site, is white writing by experience. And, and that's exactly what we've been talking about, in the sense that um, um, I, I'm inundated. I'm more, I'm busier than ever, although I'm 58. I'm busier than ever in the air business than I ever was, really. People are calling me from all over the place. I work um, not only in France, but in New York, in Europe, in, in the rest of Europe. 
London, um, all, all over the place. Um, and um, I think that well, I think it's probably for the same reason that I've just been talking about is the fact that that um, I can bring another, I can bring extra perspectives in straight away. I'm not just I'm not just in behind the desk, right. which is very nice. Um, my um, if you go to my site, thejolliff.com, uh, not only will you probably looked at it already, mm -hmm. not only will you see um, examples of examples of my ads and stuff uh, and and the content and and manifestos. I'm principally a, I'm a branding person and strategy person as well as just a writer. Um, um, you'll see blogs with just life experiences in and 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 slightly bit, bits of mad stuff as well. Um, it's not it doesn't just all follow. I, I think um, there are only a few blogs which I, I actually read all the time, um, and one of them is George, George Tannenbaum, which you probably should probably read as well, um, and a few others, and Rich Shiggles as well. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, but but at the same time, uh, there are lots that I just pass by completely. Um, mine is a mine is spasmodic. It's not every day. It's not even every week. It could be three times in a week and then a three month break. Um, it's just when an inspiration inspires me. And now I'm also when I'm not busy. I think um, I admire people who can blog every day. I don't think I can. I don't know how people find the time and energy. Um, but anyway, um, and I'm. Um, I'm at your service in Paris. I, I certainly won't, um, um, Lee. I, I promise I won't. I will never, ever, ever tread on your patch at all. You're the, you're, you're the other side of the world, so I don't think there's any risk of that. Um, but if you're in Europe um, and in this side of the globe, in the slightly more eastern hemisphere, um, and uh, you want copy with another perspective and a strategic perspective as well, then I'm your man. Thank you very much. And we'll make sure we have your uh, your links uh, in the show notes too so people can get in touch with you directly. And so I'm, I'm going to go a little off script here before we wrap this yes. up. I mean, because this is, you know, it's for anybody who's listening is probably like, okay, Lee, you're a copywriter. Yet you invited another copywriter to come on here and pitch his services. What the hell? <laughs> okay. First of all, I agree with Andrew here that we are, uh, there's plenty of work to go around. And, and, and as I said, as I've said before, I believe that I do good work in luck quality. It yes. me and, yes. and that's just how it is as, as for you as well. Plus I've read some of your work. I went through your website and you know, you and I do very different yes. things for very different people. And if I met somebody who needed what yes. you had, I would not hesitate for a second to say, you know what, Andrew, here's your day. So, yeah. you know, yeah, sure. go, uh, because yeah, yeah. if I can't well, serve them in the way the you can, yeah. you know, what's, what's the yeah. point? Yeah. So I think the people who are in danger, uh, who are slightly in, in, in danger of treading each other on each other's toes, are people just do the same sort of work all the time. Right. They, they, yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. like that. You know, and, and I, I, you know, would hope and I believe that if you found somebody who was just needed a, a copywriter who was absolutely clinically insane, uh, that you would yeah. be like, you know what, Lee, I know that guy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's go talk to him. So, you know, <laughs> that's what this is all about. No, it's, it's, it's uh, but yeah. anyway, so indeed. we got to wrap yes, this indeed. up because I got a day full of them, but, uh, you know, thank you again for yes. taking the time to, yes, thank to you. Me, Andrew. Uh, we are out of time, but if you found Lee After Dark more entertaining and relevant than most of the drag out there, subscribe to the Lee After Dark YouTube channel and now get Lee After Dark in your pants. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Stitchers, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and who the heck knows where else, so you can enjoy us wherever you stick your phone. 
Until next time, this is Lee Rowley with my new friend, Andrew Jolliffe. Be present and be well.